Have you been wanting to lose weight and get healthy? Now is the perfect time to start Nutrisystem. Enjoy your favorite foods made healthier, delivered free to your door. Right now, you can get Uniquely Yours Ultimate, our most complete, foolproof plan, at an amazing price. Order today and save 50%, plus get an extra $40 off. Go to Nutrisystem.com save and discover what millions of people already know. Nutrisystem works. Limitations apply. See website for full offer details. Have you been wanting to lose weight and get healthy? Now is the perfect time to start Nutrisystem. Enjoy your favorite foods made healthier, delivered free to your door. Right now, you can get Uniquely Yours Ultimate, our most complete, foolproof plan, at an amazing price. Order today and save 50%, plus get an extra $40 off. Go to Nutrisystem.com save and discover what millions of people already know. Nutrisystem works. Limitations apply. See website for full offer details. Hello, this is Mark Witten. I'm the voice of Alex in Street Fighter V, and you are listening to Hawaii's number one podcast, the Casanova Podcast. You can't escape! The Casanova Podcast, the number one podcast in Hawaii, is brought to you by these contributors on Patreon. If you'd like to see more content like this more often, as well as more podcasts, reviews, impressions, early access releases, live streams, and original content, then consider becoming a patron today. All right, and welcome everyone to another episode of Hawaii's number one podcast, The Casanova Podcast. I'm your host, Mikhail Casanova, and I'm coming at you with another phenomenal interview. And in today's episode, I have the honor and privilege of interviewing Henry Choi of Top Tier GG. Henry, go ahead and introduce yourself, man. Hey, uh, I'm Henry. Uh, some people know me as Choi Sauce, uh, and I'm helping to run uh, TopTier.GG. Uh, we're a brand new site. Uh, we're very focused on like information, so like we want to get out, especially event information, like for locals and majors. And uh, we're also doing a little bit of news here and there. Um, I run it with my partner, who is uh, Gabriel Arteaga. Uh, he uh, back in the day, he's been he's known as Thrill House, <laughs> so some people might remember him. He had some sick Ibuki play back in SF4 days. Um, but yeah, both of us are running the site. And, uh, yeah, we're just trying to do our best to, you know, get some good info out to the FGC and just, especially with, like, locals and stuff, because uh, I'm, I'm really big on that. And, mm-hmm. you know, because, uh, like, for me, it was kind of, like a, kind of a life-changing experience for me for, like, going to, like, fighting game locals, and, and it was just a big benefit for me. So I feel like I want to kind of give back by making that accessible for people. Definitely, definitely. Um, go ahead and um, plug the social media and the website and everywhere where people can find you and any uh, upcoming events or projects that you guys are working on. Oh, yeah. Uh, so you can find us. Uh, we mainly post on Twitter uh, and on Facebook. Uh, and then, like, so you can just find us at, like, you know, twitter.com slash top tier GG, no dot there. And same thing with Facebook. Um, and also, just, you know, visit the website at toptier.gg, so you can mm. just check out what we got there. 
Cool, cool, cool. And um, you mind like giving a background, uh, more of a background? I know we, we kind of glanced over it at the beginning of the podcast, but you know, more of a background on yourself and Top Tier GG. Like, when was it founded? Uh, like, what year and what, what was the idea behind it um, that separates you guys from other uh, event uh, websites? Uh, well, I think we launched like this past like February or so. Mm-hmm. So it's pretty brand new. Um, and like, I think like, what is that? It kind of sparked the idea for me a little bit from just, uh, like, I remember that, uh, do you know, uh, what was the guy's name? The, the, the Abigail player. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't think of his name. From, from the Midwest. Yeah. 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 So, uh, I know his like Twitter's like Redmond or something like that, but yeah. the cool kid, no, no, it's the cool kid. Yeah. Cool kid. <laughs> Yes, I remember now. I have bad memories, but I remember he had this whole Twitter rant about like, oh, you know, um, like nobody pays attention to the mid, you know, where I'm from. It's always about East yeah. Coast, West Coast. And yeah. I'm like, yeah, you know, it's like kind of is like that, huh? It's like next level or like Wednesday night fights all the time. Yeah. Like they get, they get a lot of spotlight, you know, but, you know, they do great jobs. So it's like it's well deserved, but mm-hmm. kind of felt like, yeah, you know, it's like there's so many locals and so many different pl- things out there. And it's like, I've never heard of any other place besides those two. So like, I thought, you know, we need to highlight all these other places that are kind of unknown and give them a way to like shine. And like, and, and on the top of that, like uh, another factor was, you know, a lot of the times uh, I see people kind of tweet James Chen, like, Hey James, can you help me find a local from this area? And it just becomes just a retweet, you know? And it's mm-hmm. like, Hey, Hey, does anybody know one? Does anybody know one? So it's like, I figure, you know, we could be like a, there should be a tool to help with that, you know? And mm-hmm. before that, I think there was just like, um, Google spreadsheets, you know, like 50 pages yeah. long. And it's like, how am I going to find one <laughs> here? It's like, it's so hard, you know? So, you know, that's kind of like what was the catalyst for, for starting the site. You know, we felt like, you know, it's hard for people to kind of look for in all these disparate locations and, yeah. oh, you have to know this Twitter account. It's like, you know, imagine if someone just starts, you know, Twitter day zero and then, then I want to look into the FGC. Who the heck do I follow? And then it's like, it's going to take them like a couple of months before they even figure out where to go, <laughs> you know? So we want to be that site to say like, hey, just go here and figure out, look it up, you know, look it up here and then you can find it. Yeah, definitely. It's uh. It really is like if you're trying to get into the FGC or you want to uh, understand like what's going on with uh, the scene as a whole. I mean, especially going on Twitter, you got uh, Alex Baez, you got your Chrysitarians, you got your low tier guys, you got your guilties. Like it's really, it's so scattered. And then, you know, you're not going to just find concise FGC stuff because I mean, like everyone else, everyone's into various things, but if you're central focus is just FGC it's really hard to, it's going to take a couple months. I'd say at least three to four months to get the bearings of it on social media, especially like with uh, Twitter. Yeah, exactly. I mean, that's why we kind of created the site. Cause it's like, like, I think being in the FGC and being on Twitter, you know, for so long, it's like, yeah, we feel like, oh yeah, we know everybody, we have all the info, but then, you know, just coming from a newcomer's perspective, it's like, I have no idea where I'm going. (laughs) Yeah, this is definitely true, man. Definitely true. Um, Have you guys, how has it been like since you started your, you know, your site and everything? How active has it been? Uh, 
Um, it's been really good, actually. Uh, like, I know when we first started, I was, like, excited that there was, like, three or four people, like, looking at the site. I'm like, oh, this is so cool, because it's, like, this is kind of, like, the first time I've done, like, a like a full-on website. Mm-hmm. And then, like, nowadays, like, uh, you know, it has grown a lot since then. Like, uh, we recently got um, uh, a writer to help us a, l- a little bit. His name's mm-hmm. Eli, mm-hmm. and he's been a great help. Like, he's been writing these great articles for um like people who are kind of like uh uh like it's not as well known in the fgc but they're doing like some awesome stuff and that has brought a lot of traffic to our site so um you know i'm finally seeing like uh because we look at our analytics and now i'm like when i check the analytics page i see there's actually people on the site while i'm looking at it (laughs) as opposed to it's like oh it's always just zero or it's one because it's me looking at the website so it's been really really cool seeing it grow and um, I also have been seeing like people here and there like kind of mention us, so like it just feels really nice that like uh, people are kind of recognizing us and mm-hmm. like you know like people kind of see us as a good resource and some some uh, as a you know reliable or like you know it's just some place that people can trust to go. Definitely, definitely. How big is the staff for for top tier GG? Like how many people? I guess technically it's just three of us now. <laughs> Before it was just me and uh, me and Gabe. So like I was like basically writing all the articles for like a couple months, mm-hmm. and then uh, I think he wrote a review because uh, he he did our, our review on, on like a hitbox that the that wooden hitbox that came out from mm-hmm. uh, from hitbox, and uh, and then I think just this past couple weeks ago we got Eli to start helping us out. So. Um, but it's been a lot easier with Eli on the board. Oh man, <laughs> I was like so stressed out when I was like, I'm at work and I'm like, oh, we need to put something up on the site today, <laughs> but it's like, nothing's going up. And it's like, oh no, yeah, nothing's going up today, <laughs> but he's been, he's been a great help now. Cool, 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 cool. Um, um, I also want to ask you like, what got you into to gaming, especially into fighting games and what draws you into it? Like, what it, what about fighting games and gaming as a whole has you passionate about it? Uh, well, I mean, I've been playing games since I was a kid, so I just love video games and still play them now. Like, uh, even my wife kind of gets annoyed. It's like, ah, oh, stop playing those games. <laughs> <laughs> but, but you know, I just love video games. Um, in terms of fighting games, like I would play with my brother a lot, actually. Um, like we would play like CVS two, a third strike all the time. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, like. Back even before, like just when it was only SRK forums, like we we go in there and like look up the like the combos and random videos that would, people would put up, and we're like, oh, this is so cool. And that's when I learned the <laughs> the Sakura like show 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 like <laughs> combo. I'm like, oh, I gotta practice this. <laughs> so, you know, like I've been playing since then, and um, I think, but I wasn't actually like really competitive until about like Street Fighter Four, mm-hmm. uh, but not exactly street fighter 4 like like there was just like this one day that i was uh playing blaze blue actually blaze blue uh calamity trigger mm-hmm. and i was just like man i actually really like fighting games i should buy a stick <laughs> it's just like that thought just like randomly came to me yeah and then i i just i got one of the the se stick you know the, the very the dinky tiny mad cats one yeah and then like i was like playing with that and i was just trying to get good at blaze blue and then I went to my very first tournament. Uh, I think it was like the, one of the first SoCal regionals or something, or mm-hmm. or it might have been West Coast Warzone actually, but over here. Um, and I entered my first Blaze Blue tournament, and like I, you know, I met all the guys, and like 
Uh, I saw that people had like the tournament edition sticks. Like, man, this sticks so much better than mine. <laughs> I need to get this one. So yeah, and then ever since then, it just I just kept going with it. And I think, uh, you know, I think it was just that competitive spirit, and just seeing all these people that, that like love fighting games, just enjoying it together, and just the hype atmosphere. And I think that's kind of what drew me in uh, a lot. You know, like the whole hype behind it. Like everyone's getting all crazy and just like, mm-hmm. oh my gosh, you know. <laughs> So yeah, no, no, I, I dig it, man. I dig it. I, I, you know, I really feel like, um, you know, I, I kind of feel like you and I are from the same generation. Like growing up playing fighting games, and that was the thing, especially in the '90s. Like fighting games just took over the scene, and then, you know, come the 2000s, especially here in America, like it really started to fall off until the resurrection of Street Fighter with Street Fighter Four. You know, I remember back then uh, seeing the trailers for it back in. 2008 and when it dropped in 2008 into going into 2009 i was like oh man this is serious so i remember <laughs> it was uh reason enough for me to um that's when i actually got my first xbox 360 i got it back in 2009 i said i got nice. that i got the my mad cats because i mean back then you, if you're looking for a fight stick mad cats was the name yeah they were the the game <laughs> yeah. so you know i got my mad cats and i i was know going to tournaments when i was going to school at uh Chaminade university out here and then we'd had tournaments over at yeah university of hawaii has tournaments at hbu or hawaii pacific university and then um it was just the scene like it was exploding and it just seems like um yeah it was like lightning in a bottle and that bottle hasn't let the lightning go it's just been going yeah. ever since so yeah definitely a great time to be a fighting game fan yeah definitely yeah, but you know, one of the things I want to ask you is like, with uh, when it, you know, speaking of fighting games and Street Fighter and whatnot, like, do you play anything else outside of it? Like, do you play uh, Tekken, Soul Calibur, King of Fighters, or anything? Oh yeah, like, man, I, I kind of call myself like a fighting game floozy. <laughs> like, I play like almost everything. Yeah. Like, like I've been trying to get. In, I right now I've played like Soul Calibur, uh, fucking Tekken, mm-hmm. Street Fighter. Blaze Blue, uh, well, not Blaze Blue as much these days, but more Guilty Gear, uh, Unist. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm excited to try out Grand Blue when it comes out. Grand and, Blue is so good, man. Yeah, it looks really nice. Uh, and I've been dabbling in Samurai Showdown a little bit, uh, but yeah, like, like I, I I play way too many games. <laughs> it's like, it's like, like I should just stick to one and just like get really good at it, but mm-hmm. it's like I don't know. It's just I, I don't know. I just want to try everything, you know. It's just it's just so fun. Yeah, like, what you know, one of the things I did was, um, you know, this, uh, and shout out to PDP and Vitrix, but for flying me out to E3 uh, back in June of this year, I actually got to go and play a lot of uh, Grand Blue, and it was, that game is good. Nice. It is so good. Like, I, I'm hyped for that. Yeah, I'm super excited for all of those. So, yeah, I mean, like, and I, I think it helps, you know, that, like, I'm, we have the website too, so maybe I can just try them out. And like, I think I think for me, uh, I I, I kind of analyze like maybe why I keep doing that. It's like I think I just like the, the fast learning curve of like learning a new game, mm-hmm. and then like when it gets to like the deep and harder stuff, I'm like, yeah, I don't know, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> so it, it might be my own fault that uh, I just kind of keep jumping around. But but I think that learning process for me is like really fun. Just. Yeah. Uh, like especially from the zero to like intermediate levels, like those are probably the most fun I I have for most fighting games at least. Definitely, I'm, I'm the same way. Like um, 
No, I, I play all of the games you listed. I play all of those, but like my go-to game, and it's been the same game since 1998, is King of Fighters 98. Oh, yes. Nice. I'm so excited for 15. I can't wait to see what it looks like. What, what did you think of uh, King of Fighters 14? I feel like, given that it came out in the same year as Street Fighter Five, I like the fact that uh, King of Fighters 14 had a complete roster, over 50 characters. The only thing I think that hurt it was the fact that the graphics initially turned people off, even though they fixed it. It was just like the the idea was already implanted. In yeah, and I had a bad impression. You know, it's like it's kind of like what happened to MVCI. It's like once they they just pre didn't present it right, and mm -hmm. um, I don't know. Like I I was I was actually really big on King of Fighters thirteen. Like yes. like I made that game hard. Like when when it was at its prime. And I still miss playing that game. I kind of want to go back and play it with some of the some of my friends. Like we're, we, I keep joking. It's like, dude, we need to go back and play this game again. We need to revive <laughs> this game. But in terms of fourteen, like I was a little disappointed with it. I don't know. It's just maybe the, not the style that I liked in per particular. But uh, I think the the graphics kind of like played into that too. So like I'm so I'm hopeful because like how Samurai Showdown came out. Man, that game's beautiful. You know. Yeah. So I have a feeling that, you know, they kind of learned a lot from 14 and, um, you know, applied that to Sam show and now they'll real apply those new, you know, like lessons that they learned for 15. So I think 15 is going to be, a, I'm pretty sure it's going to be a good one this time. Yeah. You know, and I'm hoping um, if it's going to stay in a 3D graphics style, I think if they're going to go for an, a look, I think they should take pages from um, fighting EX layer because I think, if you were to compare King of Fighters 14, Street Fighter 5, and Fighting EX Layer, EX Layer for a team for a game made by a team of about four to five people, that game looks good. Like, <laughs> graphically is impressive, and you know uh, one of the things I've noticed, and it's it's something to see, especially with Terry being announced for Smash. But it, it's amazing how a lot of people don't realize that SNK is actually back. Like they've been. <laughs> Dude, yeah. They've been slowly, like, I remember when they went bankrupt uh, in the beginning, I think it was 2000, and they were, they merged with uh, Playmore in 2001. Yeah. And, like, slowly, you know, they sold off their IPs, but they slowly been buying them back little by little. And it's like King of Fighters 13, well, 12, then 13 was the start of them getting their footing back. And then with Samurai Showdown, with all the other stuff that they've been doing, I'm like, SNK is back. And I think. That's uh, enough for Capcom to finally stop, you know, coasting and be serious. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll see. I mean, uh, yeah, I definitely feel you about SNK because I was I was so sad when like all they were putting out was, like Pachico games and like <laughs> like you see like this like trailer for like a like King of Fighters. Oh, are they coming out with a new King of Fighters? No, nope, Pachinko game. <laughs> but they're back now. Like like you know, I think that 15, 15 announcement was like super hype. You know, I think that especially they're gonna, they learn their lesson from the reveal from 14. They're not mm -hmm. going to reveal it too early this time. Yeah. You know, they're going to make it look really polished before they uh, drop that first trailer. You know, and that's one of the things, too, is like when you play a King of Fires game, the combat is really deep. Like, it's a steep learning. It's easy to get into. It's always been easy to get into, but the diff the, the the learning curve has always been sharp. And, you know, when I go back, I still, I play uh, Final Fantasy, uh, not Final Fantasy, but uh, King of Fighters. <laughs> 13 on steam and i'm still like it's been almost a decade i'm still learning new things yeah dude i mean the thing is i think uh when people 
or like the mass FGC got into King of Fighters because mm-hmm. I mean I can't say that I know much about the older versions, but when I watch like like the previous King of Fighters, like it seems like it's more simpler, you know, like they don't have the you know crazy HD combos, and I think that's what like intimidated people. Mm-hmm. So and I think that's what they try to do with like 14 to kind of go in between to like ha- still have the like crazy combo possibilities, but at the same time not be as crazy. Mm-hmm. So like I think that's kind of like what. I remember back when like 13 dropped and people said, "Oh, this game's too hard," and everyone just kept saying that over and over again. But I don't think really people are really turned off by that, you know, prospect exactly because it's like, you know, we're kind of turning around to say like, "Oh, when games get too easy, they get boring now," you know. So I don't know. It's 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 hard to tell. It's like exactly why, like you know, what turns people off from games or whatnot, whatnot. But yeah. but I'm excited to see like what they change up for for. 15 at least so because I, I have to say like I'm, i wasn't a fan of the max mode uh stuff mm-hmm. you know kind of locking away the ex you know attacks in, behind that i was like mm-hmm. oh come on let me let me do ex moves <laughs> <laughs> well i you know and and hopefully with you know the announcement king of fires uh 15 and with everything that snk is doing and with uh terry being in smash which would be the first oh, time man. that's going to be the first time that terry ken and ryu have all been in the same fighting game in cbs i guess yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. Dang. and um you know and i i feel like since tekken started doing all the crossover game like crossover guest characters i'm thinking it will i'll say this like some of my insiders at capcom have uh, revealed to me that there is something some talks in the works between tech uh ben Namco, um snk and capcom so oh dang fingers crossed that there Three is way. <laughs> yeah yeah I, i'm like i'm not sure if, it's, if if they do this if it's well oh and sega so it may oh, dang. it may be something along the lines of uh if they do a, another game it may include you know versa fighter and tekken and KOF and all of them all in one. I'm like, okay, so then that's the case. We don't need to call it SVC three, uh, uh, CBS three. We can just call it something else. Like that would be, that, I mean, it'd be the first time we've gotten all the characters from all these games that we grew up with uh, in one fighting game. So I'd be hyped to see that. That'd be insane. I don't know how they're gonna do that, but I don't know. I'm crossing my fingers too. Then. So uh, what has been, um, you know your experience you know being involved in the fgc and and going to tournaments and whatnot like what has been your experience so far uh i mean it's been mostly positive I, you know like i mentioned before it was like really life-changing for me personally mm-hmm. you know because i used to be like the like very shy and like you know i would just like stay in and like not really talk i would you know, i'd have a hard time like talking to people you know mm-hmm. and um i think like through the FGC, I was able to help, you know, kind of open up because, you know, like the online is like really, sh- you know, crap, you know, it's like, <laughs> <laughs> I know there's a lot of talk about that, like right now about like, you know, the net code and stuff, but you know, back then, you know, when I was like still figuring it out, like, you know, they didn't even have online play available and like, you know, arcades were like the place to go to play. So, you know, so you have to, you know, be in person and, you know, when you're there, it's like, you know, you did eventually have to like talk to somebody, you know? Mm-hmm. So like, I, you know, I think that kind of helped expose me to like go out 
and get out of my comfort zone and also like with get, getting your ass beat <laughs> it's like <laughs> oh i want to i want to do better and win so like i think that combination at least for me like helped me to like grow a lot personally so like you know when i got more involved with the scene um you know like a lot of myself came out and you know i had to you know battle a lot of things you know about myself it's like you know like you know things like depression or like mm -hmm. things like uh like how low self-esteem like those are things i like battled with and like i kind of like externalized it through myself you know growing in like my like fi fighting game prowess so mm -hmm. you know it i don't know that, that kind of dual journey for me like it was like something that's really special to me and I, I really don't think i could be where i am today without that experience so yeah it was, so it was super positive for me and you know th that's why i want to like bring that experience to other people it's like that journey of like self-discipline and growth was like my journey and like what happened for me and at, at, at the same time like uh i was able to get a huge group of like really good friends through it too you know it's like uh i run i roll through a lot with like what we call the fighting games at uci crew mm -hmm. it's like uh i i used to go to uc irvine and um we started a fighting game club there and we used to like jack like trailers and like empty classrooms and to like set up setups and just start <laughs> playing each other and then it grew into an actual club there so like uh those are the those are the people that are like uh you know ride or die homies for me so and couldn't have done it without you know fighting games so definitely definitely man that's that's awesome and you know that's that's the the amazing thing i love about uh gaming and the fgc is like you know everyone's got like a that origin story and, and it's it's really always a personal story of, of growth you know and i i really i dig that i definitely did that i mean because i from even for me like you know you know i grew up and I'm, i still am you know even in my 30s like i'm a more of a shy person even though i have a on-camera persona where it's like <laughs> before i hit record i'm like oh god what am i doing what am i doing <laughs> all right hi <laughs> you know? but, but you know like going to the arcade scenes back in the days back in the 90s and then going competing in various tournaments to you know hosting tournaments have really helped me you know grow and develop and and come out of my shell a little bit and it's you know I, I really owe that to fighting games because it's the one style of game you know with the exception of shooters as well where you're constantly improving you always learn something new i mean we you can play shooting games or or mobas or whatever as you know as much as you want but fighting games i mean you can go back and play fighting games from 20 years ago and you're still learning something new so it's uh it's constantly i i'd like to correlate fighting games to self-growth and, and 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 evolution because they definitely teach that they teach discipline they teach self-growth and um it's it's something that sticks with you can apply it to other aspects of your life so yeah dude i definitely feel that you know and, and that's like the, what i want to share with people too you know especially in this age where it's like a lot of people are kind of like more separated and like more online and just kind of you know like i, I want to be able to encourage people to like you still go to locals like I, I feel like um i know that there was that huge debate about like uh like whether we should you know care about locals or online more mm -hmm. and then uh you know there's like that side where it's like oh no we need better net code because blah 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 and then like it's like no forget that because like you know we, we have our locals anyway but um you know like i probably i'd like to get your thoughts on it too but like okay. you know I, I really agree with the whole uh we definitely need better net code 
And the reason being why it's like, um, like I thought about it and it's like, you know, so say we have like this huge pool of people that are, you know, that we consider the FGC mm-hmm. and it's only, it's only so big because like, you know, like say like 1% of that is like, like the people who go to locals. And imagine if that, you know, pool just got 10 times bigger then we'd have like such so many more people coming to locals because of that, you know, it's like how many people just, just watch or just play super casually and they're like, no, that tournament environment's too intimidating for me. Mm-hmm. But if we can increase that pool, you know, that, the amount of people that actually like playing then you know when they if they have a great online experience and like they're like oh man you know like i'm playing all these players you know how do i get to the next level you know it's like i see all these people streaming and it's like man they're getting a lot of glory and like you know like it's like this this is cool it's like people are like cheering for them it's like i want to do that like you know <laughs> so i know yeah so i feel i feel like they'll work hand in hand you know just like having good online means like you know way more people and which means like more people at the locals too definitely definitely uh you know and, and i'm on the same boat as you guys I, I definitely do think that we do need better net code when it comes to a lot of the games that well all, all the fighting games that we're playing because you know for a lot of us that aren't able to go to a local or we don't have one near us and you know we'd like to play fighting games online with other people so having uh, good net code is, is very essential, but at the same time, for those of us who do have locals nearby, I think it is very imperative that we do support them and we attend those and help grow, grow the scene and be more than just, oh, I'm going to go to this major or I'm going to compete at EVO or, or, you know, whatever term is like the, the Tokyo Game Show tournament that just recently happened. And yeah, I heard about the controversy there. Oh, but, yeah. But, but, you know, it's like if you have the means to go to your local and support it do so get that practice in because there's nothing like playing in person against somebody else locally versus playing online because you don't have the variable the input delay or you know the lag or anything like that and i i think for a lot of people who only play online it throws them off when they go to tournaments and they're not used to playing other people because you got to immerse yourself in the environment i mean you've got the crowd there yeah it's a lot more stress yeah yeah you know and and if you go to locals more frequently you're able to iron out those kinks and get rid of that that nervousness and it preps you for the tournament scene so i think you know like you said both are very very imperative yeah definitely and and i know you touched on like uh people that don't have like locals nearby Mm -hmm. and like that's another major reason why we started the website actually because um you know like if god willing like you know we were able to capture like every single local that's like you know in the you know united states at least so far mm-hmm. you know then like people can kind of take a look at the map and say man there's like none nearby me or like there's only like so many mm-hmm. so it's like we want to help encourage people f- to fill in like where the gaps are you know so like say there's like you know 100 people are in like some kind of town and like there's like zero locals there and it's like but we know there's like a hundred players around here but I don't, I don't know how that would come about or not but mm-hmm. you know it's like if there's like a spot that's missing then it's like man you know like maybe if i start one it'll you know people will start coming so like that's, that's part of the reason why i wanted to, we set up like a little map on the website to show because mm-hmm. it's like that helps visualize to say like hey there's a bunch around here there's a bunch around here but there's like none here yeah. and we're hoping maybe someone picks up the slack and just says, hey, you know, like, I want to be that spot. I want to take up this area, you know? Yeah, definitely, definitely. I mean, it presents options and, and having availability and the, the freedom of choice right there to create something because 
that's the other thing, supply and demand. If there's a demand for it and there's nothing nearby, you can create the solution to that demand. And then boom, there you go. There's another scene right there. That yeah, exactly. You know, it's, it's a great. That, that's a that's a beautiful uh, way of putting it, man. I I, I dig it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and and I think a lot of people that they might be like uh, intimidated to like start one or something. And it's like you could just start one. I don't know at your house, you know, just like yeah. two three people, and then just kind of grow it from there. Because I uh, we have another uh, like part of our website where we're where we highlight events mm-hmm. that people are running and we like to ask them a question about like, Oh, you know, what made you start this event or how did it start about? And, you know, like most of the ones that we, we get, at least the ones that I've talked to so far, it's always like, Oh yeah, you know, we had, you know, we saw that there's nothing around here. You know, I got a couple friends, you know, just come to my garage and it's like, Oh man, now, now there's too many people. <laughs> so now we have to find a venue. And then it's like, you know, it just grows from there. And like, it just takes the dedication of a couple people to just make that happen. Yeah, definitely. It definitely does. Um, you know, and, and switching gears to, um, a couple of my last couple of questions I have for you, like, I, I want to get your idea, well, your, your perspective on like the current state of fighting games and, and gaming in general in comparison to previous generations. Like, do you feel like the influence of esports is affecting the casual and professional feature of the FGC? Uh, I mean, that's a huge question. But, I mean, I think just what comes to mind is that um, I feel like a lot of players, like are looking to cash in sooner than later in a, in a sense. So like, uh, I, I can sense that like, at least from when I started playing, like there wasn't a sense of like, Oh, I'm going to do this so I could like start making money. Mm-hmm. Uh, although I think only the people that like kept winning tournaments all the time, <laughs> like I'm going to win, <laughs> I'm going to win the tournament so I could get the, you know, the, the, the pot or whatever, but like, you know, but that's like, you know, a couple, that's like 50 bucks or something, you know, like I can buy dinner with that or whatever but I, I feel like these days um like a lot of players look like looking to get on the fast track to get like sponsorships and things like that and i think we're stuck kind of in that growing pain where like we're not quite big enough for it to be like like i guess quote-unquote real you know mm-hmm. like where people can make a living and there's like an ecosystem around it like we're still building that ecosystem but at the same time i think it's good because like we're kind of you know we're, we're push, pushing the needle like we like we want to try to get to a professional level, and you know we're we're building the groundwork. And um, I appreciate the way that the fighting games community is doing it now because we're still keeping it grassroots. Mm-hmm. You know, we, we we were really I think we're smart that uh, we kind of avoided letting like corporations kind of like you know dictate you know how it's gonna go mm. because I feel like if that happened like the FGC would die really fast. Yeah. You know, so. You know, say like a game like you uh, know, I know Fortnite is humongous right now, right? So like, um, but you know, what happens when like you know, uh, Epic you know does like something where like nobody likes the game anymore, everyone just like drops off all of a sudden, and then it's like they don't to the next game. But I don't know, because I think with like fighting games, it's like because we're so grassroots, we just like love the the genre as a whole. It's like it's not it's gonna be hard to kill it. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, like the, you know, the growth of it is kind of slow. So I think there's just a lot of impatience right now. Yeah. 
Man, and I, I definitely see it too. Like with a lot of the uh, FTC pro players I've met, uh, both in person and some, you well, know, some I've interviewed and some I've talked to uh, before. It, it definitely does seem like there is this emphasis on I want to make a living off of this or I want to make money out of it. And I think there is a bit of a divide between you know the grassroots people who actually enjoy and love it. And I think this is something we're seeing with uh, a lot of different genres, even including streaming and content creation, where you have people who legitimately enjoy it, and then you've got another sect of people that are only in it because, hey, I can make money doing it. And I think uh, with the growing pains, especially in the FTC and, and its venture into esports, I think you know we're going to go through that probably for a couple more years before it, it stabilizes out. I don't think we're going to have a drop-off point the way that you know, I can see it happening with Epic eventually with Fortnite. I think people are going to get tired of that. I mean, we're already seeing that with what uh, Apex Legends. That's starting to die off quickly. And I'm actually kind of happy about that because <laughs> as a Titanfall 2 fan, where were you motherfuckers when Titanfall uh, 2 was shit? Now y'all want to play Apex Legends. Oh, that's just like a, a watered down version of Titanfall <laughs> 2 without the Yeah, next. man, give us the robots, man. Right? <laughs> Those robots were sick. Right? It was so influential. Even like Call of Duty started switching up their <laughs> to use jetpacks and everything. Uh, I'm just saying that's that's my little rant. Yeah, no, for sure. Yeah, but I, I don't know. It's it's hard because like and because we're all in the thick of it right now. You know, it's like we don't know what the future looks like. But I think, but I think right now, I think we're. I can say that we're in a good place, mm -hmm. you know, because there's a lot of cool things happening, you know, like, um, I don't think uh, the influence of esports is really going to ever get to us because, like, we care so much about our authenticity and we just care so much about who we are as a scene mm -hmm. that, like, you know, that can't really get corrupted, you know? And, you know, if there's going to be some kind of, like, big entity that comes in to do, like, some kind of esports type stuff, like, um, you know, it's going to have to go through us, you know? Yeah. And, you know, like, I can see something, you know, a big shift happening when, like, Riot gets into the game. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't know what's going to look like after that point, but, like, I can, I don't know, we'll have to see what happens with that, because that's, like, a big question mark for me. Yeah. You know? <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, but overall, I think we're doing good, you know? It's like, you know, we're not letting the money get to our heads all the time. Yeah. But... You know, it's only certain individuals that kind of like shine and just kind of make it look kind of crazy sometimes. But, you know, we're pretty grounded, you know, like we, we know what we want. And, uh, you know, as long as we, you know, stay, stick to our, you know, our values and stick to what we know we want, then, you know, it's going to it's going to be all right. You know, just going to take some time. It's going to take more time than other uh, scenes. Mm -hmm. But I think like we just got to be patient and just say like, hey, you know, like, yeah, these scenes have the big money right now. But, you know, but we got our. No, we got what we got, and we're gonna grow like organically. It's gonna be strong, and we're gonna be stable. Definitely, definitely. You know, I'm winding down to the last three questions I have for you. The next one, uh, see if we can have some fun with it. Okay. Because I'm curious to get your opinion. Tier list. How? Oh snap. How? Um. Let me make sure I, I word. You're going to be politically correct here. I, I have to be, but you know, I'm known for not being PC, but here it okay. goes. Um, Shoot. Do you think tier lists are the be all end all? I play Street Fighter V and I play Cody, who is someone who has been shitted on 
for since he came out in five. <laughs> but what's funny is a lot of people I've played that are top tier, especially out here in Hawaii, I've just run roughshod through them with Cody. I think personally, and so I can put give a point of reference sure. to the question. I think tier lists are cool to know, but I don't think the tier lists equate into the, the equation or factor into the equation of the, the person's skill level and ability to adapt on the fly to the situations that they're playing in. Yeah, I mean, I think tier list is a definitely a very complicated question, you know, because there's always that, like, two levels mm -hmm. uh, working at the same time. It's like player skill, you know, how good they are with the character, you know, like, their matchup knowledge, you know, it's like, you know, you could be a Kuma and, you know, who's considered top tier, but you face off against some Fang and you've never played a Fang before. Yeah. And then you're going to get on that high fight reel where you just get blown up, you know? <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, there's so many factors, but I think, you know, uh, on paper, yeah, technically you can kind of say, like, yeah, these characters are top tier, these aren't. And um, I think to a degree, you know, like, most people can be, you know, quote unquote, correct, you know, in, in terms of that, because it's like, um, you know, intuitively you can you can kind of see like, oh yeah, these characters have played some really powerful tools, you know, like, yeah. you know, good good example would be Genjiro, you know, yeah. Samurai Shodan Vanilla. It's like, um, you know, obviously he was super good. He was definitely the best character, hands yeah. down, you know. And the fact that we can say that and everybody will agree with that, you know, that's you know that's you know merit to say that you know tier lists you know can provide some great information and but i think it's just like um depends on the person who sees them you know it's like some people they just want to you know if i if i jumped into a brand new game you know like, like an older game or something that's you know the tier lists are pretty well established you know if i want to jump back into third strike i'm gonna pick up chun li you know <laughs> you know it's like why, why not you know why do i want to suffer you know if i just want to you know play the game at a you know high level or if i want to just like beat some scrubs up or something like that or you know <laughs> but it depends on what you want you know like yeah. so i think you use the tier list to say okay what's my goal with this tier list it's like oh i want to pick you know low tier so i can prove that they're not actually that bad you know i, I like that challenge you know or it's like i want to you know do the rock lee you know from naruto and just like put some weights on and see if i could beat all the top tier people with with this character and say ha look look at me beat all y'all with my low tier character <laughs> you know and at the same time you can kind of see it's like you know you know it's it's, it's depends on what you want out of the game you know it's like and the same same deal it's like if you see like nobody plays this one character maybe it could be that one specialist where it's like man this guy is super good with this character did we like sleep on this character you know yeah so yeah there's yeah so i think that's what it comes down to me for in terms of tier, tier list it's like what's your goal you know, mm -hmm. and and I feel like, you know, um, I, I mean, I had an idea with our uh, site. Um, I don't know if I should be talking about it or not, but like maybe like, way down the line when we can like, like afford server space and, you know, more server space. It's like I wanted to have an idea where it's like we'd aggregate like everyone's tier list together to try to make like a community tier list. Mm -hmm. But maybe that's like way down the line. So that way it's like we could kind of see, oh, this is like what the community is consensus is about what this tier list is so like yeah i mean that's kind of like my thoughts about like what tier lists are and it's it's kind of fun you know to kind of kind of shit say that yeah i think this character is good this guy needs buffs or whatever 
um and yeah that's kind of how i how i see tier lists really man i you know and it's um one of those things where you if you have the idea for it just you know work towards it you know i could definitely see that, that that's a great idea and i can see you guys definitely executing on that down the road awesome yeah so hopefully we'll, we'll get there one day soon <laughs> <laughs> so um are there any uh projects that top tier gg is working on that you can speak on or anything in the works that you'd like to promote yeah uh i mean like i know i know for me i, I can't speak for my partner since then i uh, you know he's not here but like i know for me personally we want to have like a event calendar so that it's like really easy to see like what majors are coming up and what events are coming up you know if there's like a game release or like some patch that's like been announced or something mm -hmm. so that way people can kind of plan for like you know oh, i want to go to this major and then that major or something like that or it's like i want to watch this stream and that stream because i know a lot of times like excuse me mm -hmm. um there's a lot of times where it's like you know you'll see like results for something it's, oh i didn't know that happened already or it's like you know then that you have to go back and watch the vods or something but uh so that's one thing you know we're working on um yeah and other than that uh nothing too major that i can think of so like i don't know it's, it's not, not not the hugest revelation <laughs> but like we're just kind of working slowly at it i think our main mission right now is to just uh you know give a regular uh like feed for news and uh also like capture as many of the locals as it possible it's, at least that's my number one goal is to tr try to get as many local events onto there as possible so you know that's kind of a reason why i came on here too it's like i want people to submit their locals or like help update the information because like um, when we first started the site i basically scoured all the internet to try to add as many as i can and i found like maybe like two or three hundred by myself and it's like man this is so much work <laughs> so i definitely need a lot of the community's help to be able to like you know flesh it out and um i know recently i got a lot of help from oh, i forgot the guy's name on twitter um he, he usually does like this whole like positive fgc wednesday kind of tweets mm -hmm. really cool actually um i can't remember the name but uh so he, he's i think he's from the uk and like he kind of tweeted a bunch of guys from the uk to help uh flesh out some of the uh locals from there and i got a flood of like events after that so i'm like oh man thank you so much like you know it's like i can't i can't do that without help from like guys like that you know mm -hmm. definitely definitely um and also like the the last question i have for you is like what advice would you you know give to someone looking to either get into fighting games or someone who's currently playing and either wants to play competitively or get better or actually let's split this into two different questions all right so we'll go with that first and then the second question will be uh how you know if a person wants to start or support their local what advice would you give so those would be two different questions sure sure uh i guess in terms of like transitioning from casual to competitive i'd say like a big thing would be like to find someone to play with mm -hmm. that wants to go on that journey with you like find a rival quote unquote because i think that um like it's hard if you want to just try to do it by yourself because mm -hmm. like it's like you, you need other people that like have a similar goal with you to travel with you mm -hmm. otherwise you know like when when times get tough or like um you know you feel like there's no one to like no challenge to overcome then i think it's just gonna either gets boring or just like, way too overwhelming so i think that's that's a huge thing um 
so that's why I think like locals are really important because mm -hmm. it's like you can find someone that's like close to your level that you say, okay, yeah, dude, let's level up. You know, let's uh, you know try to you know rise rise up the ranks, or at least the group of people can like help you like get give you advice. You know, like show you what you know how to level up in your own gameplay and things like that. So I, I think that's why uh, that's important. Okay. Okay. And um, as far as uh, the second question, you know, going with uh, people wanting to either start their own locals or uh, support their locals, like what advice would you give for that uh, for, for the, the uh, audience? Because um, I, I know a lot of people that they say that, um, you know, they want to be able to go, but, you know, like sometimes, you know, it's like real life happens or, you know, like because, uh, you know, or like work is tough or it's like, you know, sometimes like locals go way deep into the night and it's like, I got work the next morning. I can't, I can't go. Yeah. So, but I think like one thing you can do is like, they're just like, ah, man, like, you know, besides from going, I think, um, it's either, I'd say for the people that do go, maybe try to help bring some, someone new. Mm-hmm. You know, just just try to show them what what the scene's all about. That way, they could kind of like see it for themselves and experience it, and kind of like uh, see if that's something that they'd like. So I, I think that would help, but kind of like make make the scene grow bigger. Because I know uh, my buddy uh, Lewis uh, Offcast, like uh, he what is that? Brought a friend who knows nothing about fighting games with him to Evo, mm -hmm. and like. You know, he's just kind of watching and just seeing what's going on. And then, like, after that weekend, like, I don't, Lewis didn't even talk to this guy, but then he just went off and bought Tekken 7 on his own because he says, damn, I want to learn this game now because it's just so hype. You know, it's like all these people are so into it and, you know, they see the passion and the and the love for the game. And, you know, like, I think just inviting people to just come experience it, it's, like, really good. So I think you can do that at the local level too, and just kind of see how people like really like it. And you know, a lot of the FGC folk, you know, we're such a lot of good people in the FGC. So I think once they meet, see how cool people are, it's like, yeah, this is a good group group of people. It's like I'd, I'd want to come out to these. And and I think for people who like aren't able to go as regularly, um, I guess just do your best, to, like just promote it, and then like. Uh, like maybe like help them set up like matcherinos or, you know, like help them like, uh, you know, just like non maybe like tournament stuff. Um, maybe like give some feedback or some ideas for how to bring more people in. Cause I know for me at least, um, you know, th there's a lot of people that I've talked to who kind of like don't like the whole local tournament experience because like, you know, for for people who like just kind of going to have fun like you know when, once the tournament starts it's just like it's, all the stations turn into tournament mode and it's like you know say if you go like one and two then you're like okay you know like do i want to stick around just to watch you know there's nobody playing casuals everyone's like focusing on their matches and then like all i can do is like watch now so like they kind of feel like oh i might as well leave or something so i feel like there could be some kind of way to like make it uh, a better experience overall like in terms of that you know like you know i i feel like there's going to be a lot more innovation when it comes to like local tournaments or like mm -hmm. local events you know like instead of just like sit down and play i think we can like do things like i don't know like 
stuff with like food or like other kind of games or like, I don't know, something to mix like the casual crowd plus the competitive crowd and things like that. Um, I know I talked to Lewis about this too, uh, like, cause he was saying like how it, it might be cool if there's like some kind of event where like, you know, say like the Mortal Kombat, like uh, cosplayers or like Mortal Kombat, like voice actors came and then and it would bring in like a bunch of people who are like, oh yeah, that sounds really cool. And it's there's like a bunch of beer and like you know a lot of a lot of good food or something, and some partying or whatever. And then like there's like they can kind of experience with a lot of you know what the FGC is like. Maybe they they'll have like a tournament there as well, and then they kind of like display it and make it a, like a spectacle or whatever. So I don't know, just like ideas like that. I feel like there's a lot of possibility for innovation. Definitely, definitely. And is there anything you want to leave the audience with before we go? um oh, i don't know uh i guess like you know if uh if, if you're not really into the competitive scene you know like maybe try visiting like a tournament or something um you know you, you could check out our website to see if there's like a local nearby you um and uh let me see <laughs> i don't know uh i guess if you ever want uh you know help with any of that kind of stuff you know you can feel free to hit me up like uh, my my individual Twitter is at choice sauce eighty five c o c h o y s a u c e eight five. So you could contact me if you if you're interested in doing something. You know, like I'm I'm big on wanting to help the FGC grow, and you know, not just like just numbers, but like make it like a experience. You know, fun experience for any kind of person that wants to go. You know, mm -hmm. like so like you know, lots of ideas, and I think you know, experimentation is like worth doing and things like that you know so i don't know i guess i'll just leave it off with that definitely definitely and um final question because i lied about the last oh, okay cool this is the last question <laughs> get the trick one on me did get you have fun oh <laughs> uh, yeah yeah this is definitely a lot of fun you know <laughs> yeah awesome man awesome and uh i'll leave links to uh all the social media outlets and uh for the website down below and Definitely, man. I, I enjoyed having you on here. We got to have you back on again. Uh, this is a blast. Yeah, that'd be awesome. And, um, you know, anyone, any of you out in the audience that are looking, definitely go check out uh, Henry on both his top tier GG uh, Twitter as well as on his personal as well. If you need any help, uh, if you're deciding to throw attorney or if you need help with uh, your scene and with your locals, then definitely reach out to him. That's a great wealth of resources right there. And uh, just support local. I, I think that's the, the central theme of this, this podcast and of both of our beliefs is you need to support local. It's good going to majors, but support your local scene too. And even if you can't go, then promote it. You know, that's, that's definitely imperative. And with this podcast, you'll be able to catch this on uh, multiple outlets. It's available also on youtube.com slash Mikhail Casanova, also on twitter.com or Twitter tv slash had to catch myself on that one but it's also available in audio format on apple Podcasts, google Podcasts, stitcher tune in radio iheart radio spotify uh coming soon to sirius xm radio and podcast one so with that being said this is the casanova podcast i'm your host Mikhail casanova i had the honor of having henry Choi from top tier gg on this episode and we will see you guys on the next one. <laughs> hey, did you enjoy this episode of the Casanova Podcast? Well, I'm sure you did. And since you did and you're wondering where else you can find it, 
you can find it on every podcasting outlet. Yes, it includes Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Launchpad DM by Podcast One, and so much more. And the only thing I ask of you is if you truly enjoyed it, even if you didn't enjoy it, please leave a rating and tell us what you thought of it, what you liked, what you didn't like, and everything in between. And also, if you're looking for video formats of this podcast and many more, you'll be able to find them on youtube.com slash Casanova as well as on twitch.tv slash Casanova and new episodes every single Monday morning, 8 a.m., Eastern Standard Time. So, that being said, this is Mikhail Casanova, Hawaii's favorite YouTuber. I am signing out. You guys have a great one.